I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Music In My Life with me, Laura Wright. It's the show where we talk about the emotional connections that music can have to a certain moment in people's lives. I'm really, really lucky to be speaking to an inspirational voice today. This week's guest is Swazi McCallie, a radio and TV presenter. She's just taken over the Kiss Breakfast show on Saturday and Sunday mornings, which I will remind you is a pretty big deal. She's the official young voice of BBC Sounds and over the last three years, she's created this incredible creative project called Too Much Source. It's an annual exhibition to celebrate black British creatives who are making history today. This year's exhibition, which I think has just been announced, is called Joy and Resilience in 2020. And I'd love to talk some more about that, but I'm sure she can explain much better than I can about what it's all about. But first, Swazi, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Oh, I'm listening to my to my bio thinking, oh my gosh, I have done that. And that also is like, <laughs> oh yeah, Kiss Breakfast. Oh, we just launched that one as well. 2020 has been a wild year, hasn't it? But I just want to say a massive thank you for having me on. Um, I love the concept of this podcast. Oh, it's so up my street. So yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. Tell us like how the shows are going on the weekends at the moment. Like, is it, you know, is it kind of all go, go, go? Like for someone who obviously wouldn't know behind the scenes of a radio show, what does it take to create something like that? Yeah, do you know what? I have to give thanks for Kiss because they were on the money in March. I think they sent us all a microphone a week before official lockdown. And I'm looking at this microphone thinking, this is cute. Like, yeah, I could probably do this from home. And then a week later, shut down. I thought, oh my gosh, they were <laughs> they were ahead of the game with this. Um, so yeah, I think from March, as many people have been just working from home, um, broadcasting from home, and that's been really good fun. So launching the new breakfast show on Sunday, um, this will be my second week into the show it's had an amazing response I've moved my slot to 11 um sorry to 8 to 11 a.m um so yeah lots of people cooking up a fry up lots of people coming back from the gym there's all sorts of people up from 8 to 11 um so yeah I'm really really enjoying doing the new breakfast slot fair play whoever's going to the gym on a Sunday morning like well done <laughs> definitely wouldn't be me I'd be uh, I'd be the one having the the cooked breakfast or getting someone else to get me a cooked breakfast perhaps but I mean yeah for someone who <laughs> you, like if I was listening to your radio show you know you must have had some incredible stories come back from the listeners as to how you've been perhaps you know this source of strength and and also like a constant throughout what's been a pretty turbulent year absolutely I, I never really um I suppose, caught the power of radio until 2020 hit, because not only are you trying to, you know, keep someone's head up, you're trying to really understand, you've had five Zoom calls back to back, just chill out, bro, let's have a cup of tea and let's catch up. But then also, you know, 2020 has meant people have lost loved ones or lost jobs or, um, you know, so much has happened. So as much as you're trying to create the mood and uplift someone, you're also trying to say, you know what, I'm with you in it at the same time, and I've got you and, and I know what you're going through. Um, and so radio has been probably for me the most powerful medium when it comes to talking to people um and yeah the feedback like you said has been amazing lots of stories have come in um whether that's been topical given what's going on in the news or it's just been you know what I need to get away and listen to a good banger in the morning so (laughs) it kind of is yeah best of both worlds Definitely. I I couldn't agree with you more. Having that distraction as well sometimes and being able to switch off is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell me a little bit more about Too Much Source for someone who wouldn't know anything about it. Tell me about this year's exhibition and and how this idea came about for you personally, because it's a bit of a, I feel like it's sort of a driving force for you and something you're really passionate about. 
Yeah, I mean, 2020, again, um, I didn't know how on earth I was going to pull it off. So like you said, yeah, we've just launched it. I'm in collaboration this year with the Roundhouse. Um, good people, good, good people over there. Um, and in the, in the beginning of the year, in January, on the 14th of Jan, and I'll tell you why that date is important. On the 14th of January, I walked into the Roundhouse and sat down with the team and said, guys, you know, I've got this exhibition idea. I've been running it for about two years now. Um, and Too Much Source is an exhibition that celebrates black creatives across all different um, industries, and, and wherever they find themselves, but it's really to kind of shine the light on those who are making history today. Um, I think sometimes when we talk about Black History Month, it's so easy to kind of jump over to the American narrative and that's great, but there's people here on our soil doing amazing things, young people as well, um, who don't always get the get the limelight. So I always want to say, you know what, you're doing a great job or you're fantastic here. Let's, you know, let's shed light on what you're doing. Um, and so going into the roundhouse, we'd already set the plans in place. We had the dates in place. We had the gallery format up and ready to go. And then COVID-19 come and come spoil the party. So I'm thinking, oh <laughs> no, <laughs> what's going to happen? So we, they, they're closed. They're closed until the end of the year. Um, and so I thought, okay, 2021. But they said, no, no, let's move online. And you know what? The reach of going online has been incredible. So many more people up and down the country can make it for the events. Um, and so this year is an online gallery, visual and audio, just to hear the stories um, from Black people this year around joy and resilience and I think I've chosen those two attributes because you can't really get far in the black experience before someone says yeah all of this is happening but I still managed to laugh at this or I pushed through and I overcame and this happened and those stories I think are so true and central to 2020 um that's why I want to highlight them that's amazing honestly so so inspirational to be doing something like that and I think you know you can you've certainly been like a, a voice for the voiceless perhaps like talking about I remember seeing a clip of yourself talking about the Grenfell disaster and I mean I'm being completely honest here as well you spoke so well about a situation that was so emotional at that moment in time and I was honestly in awe of how you managed to sort of take what what that emotion was for so many people and be that voice and I wonder you know you're on radio you're on tv do you feel like a sense of responsibility or or during that time is that where music has helped you through yeah music has been a big one um and I think as a broadcaster or anyone in general um I think has a responsibility to speak up I always love Martin Luther King's juniors um his quote MLK's quote when he says um yes we'll have to repent for the for the wrongs of bad people, but we'll also have to repent for the silence of good people. And that is the one that scares us the most, isn't it? Because we all think, oh no, I'm all right. You know, I'm a good person. But when something so tragic happens and your voice is absent, actually you're turning a blind eye because something doesn't affect you when it does affect your neighbor. And yeah. that is for me why my responsibility as a broadcaster, or as a presenter and a host, um, it's so important to let things that I care about feed into my work. Otherwise I just don't feel authentic and my integrity is flushed down the toilet because I think well how many people would have listened to Kiss in Grenfell Tower how many people would have at any point in their life um, and now that tower and those people have gone what is it that I can do um, to bring um, you know Grenfell to the forefront because it's so easy to just remember Grenfell around the anniversary times but what about every other time during the year when when people are still mourning and still grieving um, and a funny story about that to be fair thank you so much for your kind words this year marked the third year anniversary and I wanted to do something that kind of yeah just marks that quite quite well on radio and when I first got involved in volunteering I nearly lost my job at Kiss because they said anything that looks political you are putting your job in danger really? because we're a commercial radio yeah you can't talk about politics um, this is obviously before um, the, the new makeup of the team and, and the people who are at KISS now so things have changed since three years ago but there's me thinking we'll see you later then I've got to go I need to go and volunteer <laughs> because at the end of the day people have died and it would be really um, yeah just not me to kind of see that ignore that and continue about my life so I went down and then BBC were on the ground ITV were on the ground all saying where's your mum I was like no I'm a big woman you know I can actually talk about my experience while I'm here um, and then fast forward three years later Ziad who leads the Grenfell Silent Walk every 14th of the month came on radio and read out the 72 names of people who passed away in the fire and that for me this year has to 
be one of my greatest highlights, not anything to do with me, but because it went from nearly losing my job to having the, the voice and the person who leads us on the 14th come and share those names on radio to the whole nation. Mm-hmm. That was was a moment that you just think for all of the ups and downs 2020 has brought us that is something to look to look to and say wow change is here very much so and I think you touched on it earlier you know talking about silence making you you know complicit in something and I think that's something that you know myself included I'm learning at the moment and there's this wonderful um sense of amongst all the negativity of this year and everything that's happening there is a a sense of I feel um uh, stepping back from people like myself like a, a white middle class girl who went to a, a really great school and had so many great opportunities just stepping back and and creating a space for people to share their stories and I, and I think you know we've talked a lot about I've talked a lot to my friends uh, and had quite uncomfortable conversations but mm. my goodness I felt better afterwards and like you say you know as well being able to admit to yourself um no one's saying that if you're talking as someone who says, you know, you're you're racist, it's not saying you're racist in the sense that I, I'm a terrible person. But if you're able to admit something that you didn't realize you were you were part of without even realizing it in that moment, like having that kind of like that sense of being able to admit it and go, yeah. do you know what? I'm not a bad person and I'm learning. And actually because of everything that's come before, I just took for granted that someone else's opinion should be my own. Mm-hmm. Then I'm, I'm wrong in that. And I think that's where, you know, there's a lot of my friends who I just, I've, you know, being, being honest, I've had such good conversations with them and it's been really awkward. It's been really hard. It's been emotional, but actually it's nothing compared to you know, what's actually going on. So it's the least that you can do is is have that open and honest conversation. And I think, but I also think, you know, for someone like yourself talking about things like that in that moment, it's not easy if your, you know, microphone's put in front of you and someone says, well, talk, you know, say something about it. You feel a great sense of responsibility for something that's such a heavy experience for so many. And like you say, actually having someone read out those names is probably quite uncomfortable to listen Mm. to. But I think living in that uncomfortableness is where you need to be sometimes. Um, and I think you know I think well obviously we're going to talk about music today and I know that you've talked a little bit as well previously like openly about your faith and and love for God and is that something that's helped you through this year as well because it's had so many ups and downs yeah I've been walking with a friend who sadly lost um, her dad this year to COVID Um, and so all the questions around death isn't it funny how how um, yeah, serious death becomes in the face of it. You know, we, we go about our days thinking tomorrow's promised and then something awful happens and it really makes you reassess everything, everything from the things you take for granted to the things that you just have the grace to do every day. And the minute you can't do that, COVID-19 has definitely been, um, for me, a different experience as soon as you know someone who's lost someone to it. I think it's really easy to be in lockdown and um, go about your day thinking, oh, this is cute, working from home or whatever it is, until you're walking with someone having to plan a funeral. Until you're so young thinking, I don't know the first thing about a funeral. What what do I do? Who do I ask? What What is going on here? Why has life absolutely been rocked and put upside down in 2020? And then For my faith in Jesus to be like, okay, what did Jesus actually say about death? Well, he died on a cross. He said he didn't do anything wrong. If the penalty of doing something wrong is death, then him dying means that I can go free because he's died in my place. And not only has he died, but he's risen again. To believe that he's risen again and defeated the grave and defeated death gives me so much joy and confidence that this world is not it. There's more to come. There's better to come. Um, and so what a hope there is after the grave when you're walking with someone who is laying their father to rest, you're saying, well, actually, this isn't it. There is better to come. Um, and so, yeah, definitely joining every prayer call I can find, every every Bible study I can find, because I think when you realize that this world um, is limited and there's only so far you can go, you do start asking those bigger questions and you need answers for those things. Um, and so, yeah, my faith in 2020 has has grown, but in, in a way that I think, oh, it did take tragedy to grow it in a way to make me think, what do I actually believe yeah. about life after death? So, yeah. yeah. And that tragedy, like you say, brings up questions. And then from those questions, you look further into whatever your faith is, you know, and then 
that's how we kind of find that new that new way of thinking and I agree with you I think I've since I've had a baby I've I've definitely asked a lot more questions and mm. and you think about life and you think about death and you know she's the most incredible thing in the world to me but it does definitely make you think about you know how how long we have and and making every minute count I guess but I mean let's let's talk a little bit about um about a song that reminds you of good times so as people know I've, I've given you eight questions you've chosen four of these and four songs to go along with those questions so um this is uh, by the way your choices are so good I mean I absolutely <laughs> love this music. so so good um talk to me about this song toast by coffee why is why does it remind you of good times Toast by Coffee, oh, it's one of those anthems that as soon as you hear the bass, boom, 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 you're like, yes, yes. <laughs> I think last year for Too Much Sauce, we were in Carnaby Street. So I've held Too Much Sauce two times back to back in Carnaby Street. Um, and, and at the end of the event, at the end of the week, I have a finale night where it's a thanks and praise night where people just come touch mic and come and share whatever they're grateful for. And Coffee Song, you know, gratitude is a must. There is always a reason to give thanks. There's always something to be grateful for. And sometimes when you live in your own bubble, you know, you've only got your eyes on your life. But the minute you hear someone else's story, you're like, raw, you went through all of that and you've got something to give thanks for. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm standing with you on that. So it just kind of became the anthem. Well, it it was such a good song at the time anyway. But when it came on, we were just using this line, gratitude is a must, gratitude is a must. And there's a really funny clip, actually. I'll send it to you of me closing the night, being really serious, really like, you know, guys, we, we just have to really come together and, and strengthen one another and encourage one another because gratitude is a must. And everyone went, yeah! <laughs> and was like, boom, 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 yeah, boom, nice. boom. <laughs> So everyone knew this girl's having us on. She's already singing coffee. We didn't even know she's yeah. coming with this bar. So yeah, good times where I think in the thick of it, there's always, always something to give thanks for. And I think gratitude keeps us going. Nice. Let's have a little bit of a listen to this track then and we'll talk some more about it. This is Toast by Coffee. nice so good I was I was dancing away <laughs> <laughs> it's infectious you can't stand still <laughs> no exactly I was gonna say um so that's yeah it's uh coffee her full name's Michaela Simpson she's 20 years old can you believe can incredible believe. talent um from Jamaica she's now signed to Columbia Records as you say like she's had an incredible um a pretty rocky turbulent life as a child but actually started singing in a church choir so she's got this amazing church choir influence but then mm. obviously you know and I love how low her voice is as well I think nowadays like being someone who sings classical music I hear a lot of high voices and and I think people are impressed by like these really super high notes that some people can hear but actually her voice is really deep and yeah. soulful and low mm. I love this kind of mixture of genres in her in her music but also when you when you watch the video alongside this as well if anyone gets a chance I would definitely recommend it there's yeah. there's so many videos alongside of other people just dancing to it and just mm. like you said it's like it's it's just such an anthem and yeah. you can't help see people's joy and love when they listen to this song mm. I mean I feel like for you do you feel like that kind of celebration of our culture in the video do, is video and, and audio like they're both important to you when you listen to music or is it something where it's just it's just the sound for you I grew up on MTV base. <laughs> I grew up on MTV base watching um, Trevor Nelson host the lick. And for us, me and my brother and my dad. So my dad um, is in Hastings, but when he used to live in Finsbury Park, we used to live in this small flat. And every weekend, my mum and dad are divorced. So we'd go over to my dad's place and he would just put on MTV base. And that was our TV. People used to come over and be like, can we watch TV now? And we're like, we are watching TV are because watching the music TV. videos were so <laughs> good. There was such a narrative behind them. You're always thinking, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And so, yeah, growing up and watching music videos are, for me, just as important as the as the visual and the and the audio as well. So, yeah, big big love for for the videos. 
Yeah, I know, but you're so right. And that's something I think that's apparent in all of your song choices is that the narrative is so important. Mm. Like that that comes across and you, and in this uh, in this track as well, you see that in the video. You see so much of her heritage of where she's clearly grown up, but just it's got life to it. And I think nowadays that you know there can be so much production on a track or on a video and sometimes I feel like that can make it sound a little bit sterile in a way. Mm. Um whereas I feel like this is real kind of it's just it's just real and I think it's I was reading a little bit about her as an artist and I want to read this quote because I thought it was quite clever from someone so young she says my personal success could be 10 cars and a big house but that doesn't influence many people other than myself and the people around me who benefit from that I want to be a positive movement and make a positive movement at the same time I want to bring vibes and positive change I want to impact the world so huge yeah from a 20-year-old. Yeah. That, that is incredibly inspirational, yeah. isn't it? I think, especially someone in her position, it's probably easy to have the 10 cars and a big house. It's not right. even yeah. it's not even far <laughs> off, <laughs> you know? But the thing, actually, that's not it. And it goes back to this thing of the world. You know, when we talk about everything that you think you've got in the world, if you've got it, that's your reward. Like, go away happy then. But when you know there's more to give, more to do, you've got someone like Coffee who is in the position to have all the things that we think, oh, if only I had this, I'd be happy. She's like, no, I want more than that that so yeah that's a that's a really good quote and you're so right she's so young man my gosh I know very wise very wise um so this next song you've chosen a song for tough times um it's Kendrick Lamar track all right I mean so well known uh tell me about this song like tell me about why it means so much to you I mean it's it's such an influential piece of music um but Mm. tell me for you what it means Kendrick Lamar, where do you even begin with this? I know, girl? it's a really um, big question. Sorry, I know. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. How long have you got? It's good. <laughs> I think Kendrick, anytime, from time Kendrick puts out anything, you think, let me go and check the news because something has happened for this brother to go and then put a piece together to say, yeah. no, this is my response. Um, and this song for me reminds me of being in the dance with my friends. I think something I've missed in 2020 that I didn't even know I missed until I couldn't have it anymore was just rocking up 10 o'clock. All my friends are DJs. In the last couple of years, all of them have, and I'm not tall, you know, I'm like five foot sutton. And so if I go to the dance, I need to be behind the decks with the DJs because I just get trampled on. There's a mosh pit <laughs> going on in every corner of the dance. And I'm not thinking, no, 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 let me keep myself and my and my shoes clean. Um, and so when this song comes on, you just have to, I think sometimes in the workplace, as a black person, you're always having to small up yourself. You're always having to maybe dilute yourself somewhere or not say what you really want to say. And and George Floyd's death has highlighted that a lot of the conversations that have, have just been born out of the murder that happened this year um, and so many more, so many more that have come since him. And these conversations in the workplace around, oh, I didn't know you feel like that. or I didn't know you, um, you know, you, you, you don't, bring yourself fully here and and Mm. when you are in a place where you don't have to dilute yourself you don't have to code switch you can be who you are and as loud as you want to be and there's no one judging you for it you don't have to wear a mask anymore that for me is why this song all right just screams strength and resilience and don't worry keep your chin up keep going because you are surrounded often by people in the dance who know that pain and know that struggle and the minute you all say we're gonna be all right it's like yeah 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 I don't care what kind of week I've had I need the reminder to keep going I'm gonna be all right it's not gonna it's not gonna break me so yeah this song for me in tough times is just the anthem to keep going um, and be surrounded with those who really understand you as well. Yeah, completely. And I think musically for me, when I was listening to this, thinking about, you know, we're going to talk about this song as opposed to just going like, wow, this is a a pretty intense, but incredibly creative piece of music. He jumps through so many different musical styles, so many different genres. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Like if you listen to it from a kind of a musical perspective, if you like, like let alone, you know, the lyrics of what he's talking about, but it's almost like, it's almost like there's this confusion in the music and the the start as well with the video, there's, you know, a pretty, again, a pretty hard hitting narrative, which we all need to watch far more often, I think, and, and talk about more often. But um, tell me about the link to uh, the, the book, your favorite book, The Color Purple as well. Is that Kind of yeah. how does that link in with this song? Is it something kind of you, you read at the same time or tell me a bit about that? 
I, I studied um, creative writing at university and my oh, dissertation, okay. yeah, was on The Colour Purple um, by Alice Walker. And my mind, I think I read it as a, as a young girl, like growing up and not quite being That's old enough to deep. Quite a lot for a young girl. It's, to, yeah. it's a very heavy book. I think yeah. my family love The Colour Purple. So it's just one of those books that you just, you know, you just see in the house and you think, okay, yeah, let me pick it up and read it. Um, and there's a scene, isn't there, where Celie says, all my life I've had to fight. And when I first heard that at the beginning of this track, I said, Kendrick Lamar's onto something, you know, not only, and you're right, there is a bunch of musical influences. This, this whole album to Pimple Butterfly is the funk on this album is insane. Just the funk alone, the baseline, oh, it's gorgeous. But then for him to pull in the literary styles and, and the people that we read, I think he's just done so well to cross contaminate so many different genres and, um, styles of of breathing again and reliving moments so yeah when I heard Celie say and we know the character of Celie she's someone who finds her strength and, and my dissertation was along the lines of womanhood and sisterhood and how women have come together to um yeah really support one another and say no to when things are wrong and I just heard that I kept on hearing that through this song so yeah definitely an anthem for me um and even the cross-reference I was like oh he likes my book as well even if me and Kendrick Lamar have that in common I'm happy so yeah <laughs> we could be friends it's all good (laughs) amazing let's uh let's have a little listen to some of that track now this is all right kendrick lamar oh it's my life ah hard times like yeah bad trips like yeah nazareth i'm fucked up homie you fucked up but if god got us then we gonna be all right right. amazing um you're someone who you know you're listening to the newest of the newest music all the time and and talking about someone like Kendrick Lamar do you think there's going to be you know a a kind of new generation coming through of artists that have this um, mixture of genres and you know any genre goes now when you're talking about music and and this spoken word and rap and and incredibly creative stuff do you think there's going to be a new generation of artists who have a lot to say you know about the current state of the world? I I think we already are in that movement, you know, especially being in radio, you cannot move far from the musicians before you're reading another article where they've had to use their voice in another way. So we look at Dave, we look at Burner Boy, we look at Stormzy. Um, you know, these guys are no longer just artists where we listen to them for music only. We, we listen to them to know what have they got to say? What language can they give me around this subject? What are they going to say no to? What are they going to um, sacrifice something over here in order to influence something over there? You know, and I think that now in 2020 has been solidified. That was the truth of 2019. It's always been the truth. It's always been the of truth course, predominantly yeah. of, of um, you know, anyone in music. You are always talking about something that is true to the moment, but more so now where everyone is online. You don't have to um, go to record labels. Anymore. You are too big. You, you have an audience online where people come to you anyway. So your voice is, is huge. And, 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 so, and with that comes that responsibility, like you say, to talk so about big. what is important to you, you know, personally. Yeah. And so even if you think about Grenfell again and Stormzy, when he put the um, shout out at the Brit Awards and they needed that, that those signatures on the petition, it was a young black boy from South London that did that. And you think, wow, the people at the top, the government people should be doing that. But it's not. It's someone absolutely outside of their world who doesn't have all of the lessons and learnings and expertise. No, he's just put two and two together. Think, No, this is the right thing to do. Let me shout that out and the people will follow and support. And that's what happened. And that's what we saw. So when you say, yeah, is there a blend of... Um, I think activism and music now is one of the perfect, perfect blends. For me on radio where I can talk about it, it's a joy. It's a joy to talk about that, yeah. Definitely. And, you know, there's that kind of, oh, yeah, it's it's the power of the people and that will always stand true. Mm-hmm. Like you say, it's the fact that actually, you know, no matter what political kind of stance that you have, like the power of the people coming together and making a decision and, and having that kind of togetherness and that strength. And as you've mentioned already, resilience as well. Yeah. It's It has such a big impact now. And and I, I suppose, yeah, you mentioned being online and, and being able to find, you know, find your audience without really much help these days. Do you find, like, do you find that you spend a lot of time online? Because, you know, we talk about it a lot in terms of how much time online is, is a good <laughs> amount, is a healthy amount. Do you find that it, it's hard to find that balance in life 
Yeah. And before I talk about being online, I just want to let your listeners know I've become a plant mom in 2020. So when I'm not online, <laughs> I'm either looking after my, my, you know, at the beginning of lockdown, because yeah, me and Paulette, we're, I'm not really even that politically wired, to be honest with you. It just happens that through Grenfell or through events, you just get to meet people. But I bought this plant at the beginning, not knowing what lockdown would be. And I called him Boris. <laughs> so we've got Boss no. in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got a money tree called Boris. It's not giving me no coins. I tell you that for free yeah. but there's money tree called Boris and you know I just needed it to soften my heart towards this man so even looking after this plant reminds me to think okay this guy like as much as we may knock heads about what we believe actually I, still yeah. A human. <laughs> yeah you know so I just want to say before I talk about being online because if I start talking about being online everyone's like well you're never offline and that's not true but I think um, given that I'm a, a presenter and a host, I'm really, really grateful how creative things have become in lockdown where everything has moved online. All the events I was scheduled to do um, have jumped on Zoom. I've become a Zoom pro in the last however many months and now learning how to um, yeah, host panel events and interviews and radio. Everything has moved online. But I do say to young people who, um, yeah, in workshops or are mentoring, you know, your, your Instagram is your CV rarely now do I have to go in for an interview for a job and that's not because you know I'm bragging that's because my dms are my new linkedin you know everything yeah. is now swaz can you do this can you do that or we've seen you do something like this how about something like that and so I always say keep your social media so clean because you don't know who's watching and you don't know who's going to hit you up next um and so socials yeah for me are a big platform where you're using that as your cv to put the best of yourself out there to then get the next job when it comes up yeah, and do, and do you think that it's um, it can be quite a negative space as well, or do you try and just stay away from that? Because I, I, I mean, myself, I find that quite hard. Like I, I constantly compare myself to others unwittingly, and then kind of have to make sure I, I learn how to take a step back and and see it as a bigger picture, and and take that time away from my phone and realize that you know a lot of the a lot of the stuff that we do see on social media can be swayed in a very clever way to to create completely different kind of image to or, or representation to what perhaps it is in reality yeah there's a self-discipline there's a battle within that goes on between how many times do I need to pick up my phone let me just put this thing down um and and what you say there about yeah comparing yourself and I think in 2020 where so many plans have been cancelled and all the things that you wanted to do you're now comparing yourself thinking oh am I not doing enough exactly. have I not done that why why is that person doing that and I haven't even thought of that there is a real trap and danger when it comes comes to the topic of comparison that we have to be very, very careful about. And as a creative, I've had so many conversations with other creatives to say, I am the worst at resting. I don't know how to rest. I don't know how to stop. I, I'm always on the go. Um, and so, yeah, for me, one of the one of the um, solutions has been playing Scrabble with my family this year. <laughs> we've, nice. become, <laughs> we've become Scrabble veterans in this house. My mum just bought it and said, look, we're all in lockdown, so we're going to have to start playing this game. And the way that Friday nights are swallowed up by four five six rounds of scrabble it is crazy so <laughs> that's pretty intense yeah. and competitive it does it, you don't want to play in this house honestly I'll, I'll invite you when the two are, the other lot are out because it is good and I think that's you know engagement again and talking and I know it sounds so silly to say but yeah to just not be online and also there's a lot of voices and I've realized I can't keep up I can't keep up with with knowing everything at one time and I don't always have the words and it's exhausting so let yeah. me come off um, and let the world do the talking and then jump back in when I'm okay to jump back in. Yeah, um, and I think that's that's a really good piece of advice, actually, to say that, you know, you're not guilty or, or responsible for, you don't have to read everything and you don't have to also feel like you have to say something about everything. I think you take what you what you mm -hmm. need and what you want from from social media and, and always take that moment and take that time to sort of let it sink in and then decide, you know, how you're going to respond to stuff like that. I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves these days to keep up. And like you say, because everything's online, because news is instant it, mm -hmm. it is it's it's quite all-encompassing it's exhausting and and you're right I think that's really good advice to be able to step away from that and to be able to gain some perspective and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that but also on a lighter note you know I would also feel like I felt bad if I didn't bake banana bread for example during <laughs> lockdown because that's what yeah. everyone was doing yeah. I was like I need to do this I need to do this I'm not a proper lockdowner if I don't make a yeah. banana bread I'm like hang on a second is it even lockdown if I've made a banana cake like yeah yeah exactly exactly
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, we're here to tell you about the Loose Lips podcast. Me being Georgie Porter. And me, Samira Mighty. We are all about honesty and not holding back, especially when it comes to what's in the news. Plus, we answer your questions and give advice wherever it's asked for. Even when it's not asked for. You can expect to hear a little bit of this. That's so... Do you know what I mean? Not really, mate. A little bit of this. Listener letter. I'm a vegan and I'm currently dating a non-vegan. Get over it, yeah. And of course... A bit of this as well. Where do you both <laughs> sit on plastic surgery? On my fake implant butt, bitches. <laughs> I don't. It's real. That's the Loose Lips podcast out every Monday and not forgetting the bonus extra lippy on Thursdays. Find it wherever you found this podcast. We'll see you there. A song which always cheers you up. <laughs> um, this is I absolutely love this song and this cover that you've chosen. I mean... It is so, so beautiful. Tell me about Good Good Father and and what it means to you. So this cover, um, so Good Good Father is by Chris Tomlin, um, but Trey McLaughlin, I'm going to say his name wrong. Anyone listening is like, it's McLaughlin. I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Um, But Trey, I just found him on YouTube, to be honest. I mean, he's a big guy in the game, but this particular cover I just found on YouTube. It wasn't like something had been recommended, but... Um, is the harmonies. And I think for someone like you who sings and, and you know, you know about harmonies and what happens when you just close your eyes and allow music to wash over you. Um, I think I've had to listen to this quite a few times in lockdown to just remind myself, um, good, good father is the relationship that someone has as a Christian to God. And, and the idea of the gospel is that we are adopted into God's family. We are children outside of him we're adopted into his family and so to call him good good father the same way in which I would approach my actual earthly father to know I can go to him at any time and ask for things and he's good and he listens and he cares um and then accompanying that with the 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 musicians in the room and the vocals and the harmonies I mean for me you know church has always been that place musically where you can absolutely just just shut off you can just cut off from life and I think in COVID-19 we're going well I'm online on church at the moment but I did go back one Sunday ago and we can't sing and that feels like a real loss actually in 2020 when we talk about things that we've lost not being able to sing with the family and not being able to hear voices and we're a small church but still to hear the different you know someone's got bass over there and someone's doing this and you just think oh I really really miss hearing people sing um and so yeah this cover just reminds me of what it is like to sing with a group of people um who yeah whatever week you've had by the time you come to a Sunday you can lift your morning up and just be like oh yeah you're good God you're actually good and I can sing that with my family as well let's have a a listen to it now so this is Good Good Father it's the cover version by Trey McLaughlin See, now we talked about the power of social media as well. And that that's how that, you know, has become such a famous 
video and, and piece of music. And again, no, it's not a, a properly produced video, but it's people enjoying music. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is what this podcast is about and what I feel so passionate about is that emotional connection for you personally and that piece of music with those people. It is something so unique and it can never be taken away from you as a memory and it can stay with you for life. And I love that. And I think this song is just it epitomizes for me what that is all about and we you know we like I said we talked about how social media is such a vast thing but actually from that we can find moments like that of purity and of of calm and and just people with their eyes closed enjoying music I I just don't you feel like that's just the best thing in the world I mean you work in radio with music of course you do (laughs) and also as well to say well radio is very rehearsed right like all the songs that we are playing they can be listened to exactly the same way you've just heard but when you have a cover and when you've got voices in the room, and I'm sure you do this as a singer with a band or, you know, you may sing one way on one night that you've never done before. And the minute that's captured on video, you can look back and think, oh, I never riffed like that. Or I didn't harmonize like that before. Something new has come from that because of the electricity in the room or you might have responded in such a way. And so I think, yeah, missing to being able to sing with church because sometimes you would just sit there and think, actually, I'm going to hum along. And then this would, we'd sing this song every other week, but actually today it's been different and I've needed that version of a cappella, you know? So yeah. yeah, I think what you're, you're right. Social media does have that, but also radio is so rehearsed that sometimes a cover allows you to just have fun with it. Um, and yeah, create new memories. I think also though that's what I am missing so much at the moment because it's that experience of live music and whether Mm -hmm. that is something that's in a church um whether you have a strong faith or whether it's going to you know a massive yeah a massive concert or or a really cool like intimate gig or I've done stuff where there's you know there's so many wonderful teams of people out there who are getting you know their job is to get live music out there whether it's an audience of five or an audience of five thousand it doesn't matter and that's that's what I'm missing and I feel like I do feel like although the arts has really been hit hard and you know I try my best to to say my part about how it needs the support so desperately now but I think people are realizing that actually we can go to work and we can do our jobs and that's fantastic to have that facilitated right now but if we can't have that other side of enjoying things like music like mm. art you know then it's really sad because they're the they're how we make memories you know yeah. so many people have you said like how did you meet your your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever like you know how how are you guys you friends? can hear the like, song <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and I think that's that's it, make, it does it makes me feel sad but I think music like this definitely is is just you can just sit in it and live in it and it's, mm. it's such a beautiful choice of music I love it so thank you for like sharing it with everyone today as well um okay this is your last choice of song that screams family um tell me about this piece of music and tell me about uh, the story about your dad which I love he sounds like an absolute legend <laughs> Dad, if you're listening, you've got yeah. someone else who thinks you're a legend as well as me, fun. right? <laughs> um, so this song is called They're Gonna Talk. It's by Beres Hammond. It's probably one of my earliest memories of reggae growing up in my dad. My dad used to have a small flat in Finsbury Park and there was no wall space that was empty of a CD rack. <laughs> he would just, ha- it was like this was wallpaper. He just had CDs on CDs on CDs and he was just in love. Well, he still is in love with music. And so every time he's listening, to me on the radio he does I know he doesn't tell me but he does shed a little tear to think oh my girl is in an industry that had so much um you know I grew up around music because my dad was in love with it from an early early age and so yeah this track for me he he um recently got made redundant actually he's a chef my dad's a chef um and the top chef not even because he's my dad but he's a he's a sick chef like he's just amazing (laughs) my dad's family are from Mauritius so Christmas in the in in his household is crab and seafood and lobster and that sounds incredible oh I'm hungry already just talking about food (laughs) (laughs) and then you've got the the traditional Christmas dinner where you know you're just having everything else and then plus you have both we have both babes like we live in the kitchen so wow I mean, Boxing Day on top of that is insane. Yeah, yeah the Christmas party in us is is just in the kitchen. So my mum's side are Guyanese um, in the Caribbean or, or South America, just above Brazil. And then my dad's side are Mauritian. Um, and so the food combo on both is really good. But at the same time, the music influence is is gorgeous. So yeah, this song for me, because he just got made redundant given COVID in 2020. Um, 
And then he just, this is hot off the press, you know, he told me this last night. I said, oh, dad, um, really sorry to hear about the job, man. Like, what's what's the latest? Have you have you got somewhere? He was like, I just went for an interview. And mid-interview, they said, I'm so impressed by your CV. I want to hire you here on the spot. <laughs> I, said, yeah. I said, dad, that's incredible. He was like, yeah, I haven't quite got over it myself yet. Yeah. I'm like, You're not celebrating. He's like, no, I am. But I'm just a bit like awestruck. I said, dad, well done. Like, I think as a child, it's a, it doesn't feel weird, but you're so used to your parents telling you well done that now you're at an age where you can tell your parents, well done, man. I'm proud of you. Someone recognized your talent and your gifting and they hired you on the spot. So they should, you deserve that role. And Um, also to be in the process of an interview as well. I think the older that you get, I know like the harder it feels as Mm. well when you're younger and you're like in whatever kind of education or, you know, you're kind of used to exams, you're used to kind of being tested or being you know, and actually to have to go and then do something like that when you've got so much experience already, how incredible that they saw that in him and were like, yeah. do you know what? You don't even need to finish this interview. Like, <laughs> Congratulations to your dad. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good yeah, luck with no, the new He's job. a huge inspiration. <laughs> I think when, when my mum and dad divorced, he'd always say to us, we'd, we'd spend weekends on and off, one at my mum's, one at my dad's, one at my mum's, one at my dad's. And he would always say, look, I'm not promising anything, but we may be able to do this. And, you know, we didn't have loads of money growing up and so just to be in the park with my dad and he'd bring you know his speaker or whatever it was and this would be the song that I think in the park as a kid in this kind of weather that we've got this week would just remind me of him and remind me that he works so so hard and even now at his age where he's going into an interview and getting the job on the spot lets me know wow my dad's a hard worker and a lot of my ethic around working hard comes from him so yeah definitely a song that screams screams family and good food (laughs) well listen you're the radio presenter here so this is obviously such an important song to you I think you should introduce it (laughs) shouts goes out to Danny McCallie listening in from Hastings right now Um, this is your faves I'm going to play it for you here's They're Gonna Talk by Beres Hammond Nice. I mean, you just shout all over my introductions. I'm not going to no, lie. Don't be silly. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I was like, whoa, she's gone into pro mode. Yeah, that, no. was, that was amazing. Um, yeah, it's such a, such a cool piece of music. I mean, I don't know, vis- like physically as well, when I was listening to that, I just look up and I see yeah. like the blue sky. And I think also we've all got, you mentioned it as well, that it reminds you of being, you know, just in the park with your dad and enjoying the outdoors. And I think we've all grown like such a massive appreciation for the outdoors since, you know, COVID so happened and yeah. being able just to go outside. And I think my, like our generation hasn't really had to experience, you know, that kind of sense of, no, you can't do this and, and the freedoms that we're so used to being able to to go wherever we want especially in a city like London you know it's quite it was quite a shock and I think actually having that memory for you as well must be it must be so lovely and I know you've touched on it already but you you obviously have a lot of strength and support from your family and that must that that must give you strength you know especially at the moment Oh yeah, I think, you know, family support and and sometimes you're not even chatting about anything, you know, you're chatting about whatever you've just seen or you're watching. What I love about my uh, mum at the moment, she's not on Instagram, but she loves to scroll a good gram, you know, and think, oh, that's a really funny video. And, you know, them lot having things on WhatsApp chat and everything. And, and you know, we've got cousins now and neighbours who this 2020 for their kids has just been, I don't know what's happened this year, but all I know is that I've had my mum and dad at home. I've had the sunshine and I've been at home playing all day, every day. And as, as, as hard as 2020 has been, there's some good memories. There's a lot of good that's come out of this year and I really do hope it can stick. Um, so yeah, definitely with family, whether it's food or Scrabble, <laughs> there's definitely been family moments to, to remember and keep going. I'll come for the food. I'm definitely not doing Yeah, come, 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 come. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, so this is the part of the podcast where I make a suggestion for you before you go. Um, so this is kind of based on 
all of your music that you've chosen, what we've talked about and, and perhaps what I think you might like, but you can feel free to say, no, Laura, this is not for me at all. But I think I might have got a good one. This is um, a piece of music called Turntables. It's by Janelle Monet. And yeah, and I, I just feel like, you know, she's a powerful female. I feel like you definitely inspire other women in what you do. She talks about liberation about elevation about education she in this song is of is addressing you know America and Americans specifically but for me I just love how we've talked about that music can have a direct way of speaking to people and you know through a through a creative lens but I think just conveying that truth and conveying your own truth as well is is a wonderful thing and and I just want to read it does have a swear word in this lyric but I'm going to read it anyway because it's my favorite line and it says you fuck up the kitchen then you should do the dishes um <laughs> which, which I like you know the way that she makes light of something that's going on at the moment that is incredibly serious but in a creative way so let's have a little listen to it I'm sure you know it but here's turntables by Janelle Monet. Tables about to so gorgeous you like it yeah there's a sample there as well what's that dum, dum, dum. I know oh. I've been trying to think because oh, she uses a lot head. of samples in her music as well mm-hmm. oh someone's gonna say Swaz is this why don't you know that it's like oh I can't think on the spot it's like eight out of ten cats eight out of ten cats isn't it when they're like what's the conundrum I'm thinking ah, I don't know I know I'm terrible at that absolutely <laughs> terrible no great choice yeah. yeah well I think it's got a lot of different genres in there that we've touched on as well but I mean you know Swazi thank you for taking the time to talk about so many of your experiences and memories and things like that and you know as I said and I mean it like you are such a great inspiration for so many people and just I think you know doing your radio show you're reaching so many people as well and it's incredible and thank you for for taking the time to talk to me today oh thank you sis honestly and even the format allowing someone like me who's in radio just to stop and pause and give the juice around some songs that you don't normally get the chance to do you know so yeah equally such a good conversation thank you so much for having me i really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and i'd love to hear about your favorite piece of music so make sure you pop a comment on apple reviews with your song choice and the story behind it I'm going to be reading out some of your stories in an upcoming minisode. Also, we've now put our guest song choices in the show notes. So if you want to hear any of their songs again, you can find them there. Thanks so much, guys, and see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.